what's up guys welcome back to another episode of liberty diner dish i'm ken i'm michelle and we're about to dive right into another episode of queers folk yeah we are on episode 108 Ooh, 108 yeah what do you think moving. about this one I loved it. To yeah. be honest, it was very emotional for me. It, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just rat on Ken here. We had to pause a couple times <laughs> because uh, I'm sappy things like were that. getting a little uh, a little emotional yeah, in I this mean, one. This episode definitely tugged on heartstrings. Yeah. You know? And you know what's funny is like as this one started, because so we're watching from uh, DVDs because we're old school like that. <laughs> but um, the intro, you know, season one intro is that like wild mm-hmm. intro. And he was talking about how um I forget the word you use. It was just like, risky. Like yes, risque. risque. Yeah, mm-hmm. very risque. The opening is. And so sometimes people might look at that and just think, oh, it's just this show like, that's uh, silly about, mm-hmm. you know, men Gay getting it all the time. Party and sex. Yeah, but this episode like really kind of hits you at your core if you it let did. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, several times throughout the episode, I was like, hold up. Okay. I'm about to cry. <laughs> like He's not lying. (laughs) I mean, for real. Yeah. It was some genuine emotion. And then the actors are just phenomenal. They portray the characters. I mean, they sell it so well. Yeah. So we're going to get into this one. And I'm really looking forward to the discussion that it'll bring up, not just for what happens, but what we love to do is talk about how some of this looks in the real world Mm -hmm. and how, you know, so much of like real world experience is what. Um, inspired a lot of these plot lines and uh-huh. these stories. So this one is a really good one for that. Yep. And I mean, it really hit home to me. Yeah. A lot of the scenes, I was like, I can relate. Yeah. I, mean, I really could relate to that. Yeah. So. Well, don't hold back. We'll be getting into it soon. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So we start with Michael. He's at work at the Big Q. And he finds out from a coworker, Andrew, that there is an opening coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so possibility of a promotion. For, for Michael, and he's just kind of listening, but the other guy is basically saying that he's... He's going you know, for it. Yeah, I'm going mm-hmm. for it. It's as good as mine. Absolutely. Uh, well, Tracy, I guess, overhears this, and so Tracy is back. Hey, mm-hmm. Tracy. Yes. <laughs> and, um, I love Tracy. She's yeah. always um, a ball of energy. Mm-hmm. She always is positive. Yeah. And, and I, I like that. Well, and I love her right here, because what she's doing is she's encouraging Michael to go after it, you know? Because Michael w- probably would have just you know, heard Andrew talking about him like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I wish I, you mm-hmm. know, was somebody who it could do that. It goes back to him not believing in himself. Right. And knowing his worth. Right. And mm-hmm. so here's Tracy and she's like, Michael, you would be great because people like you. You're good at your job. You're hardworking. Like, um... She was building him up. Yeah, she really was. With truthful things. hmm Good woman that Tracy is. Uh, so we leave with Michael kind of just simmering on that. Mm-hmm. And we go over to Babylon, and <laughs> the guys are leaving after, I'm sure, a night of dancing. And I love everything about, well, the first half of this mm-hmm. scene, <laughs> from Emmett's scarf that he has on mm-hmm. to them just being playful. And Justin's coming out, and he's telling them, my dad wanted to send me to boarding school. And he's like, and I was like, no, I'm not mm-hmm. going. <laughs> And so they're just kind of joking about that. But even Justin and Brian, there's this like playful, like chemistry. pushing and shoving. Yeah. yeah oh, uh-huh. yeah. Like, chemistry is on a thousand. Yes. And, and they they look like a whole couple. They do. Uh, it, was, it was a good little chemistry scene yeah. uh, that was happening right there. And, yeah. And yeah. It was very playful, like you said. And um, it, it felt like a family. Like a it really group, did. And like they were, regardless of what they think about Brian and definitely how his relationship with Justin, um, they were just kind of like letting him be there, part of their crew, part of their group. So yeah, mm-hmm. just, yeah, very natural flow of them was. coming out of there, laughing and joking together. We get the shot of Brian's poor little subcompact <laughs> economy <laughs> rental car. We need the Jeep back ASAP. <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> oh my god, he riding oh, around in this little. I can just see him <laughs> folding himself up in to get into that driver's seat. <laughs> He is too big for that little car. Yeah. But so there's a cute thing that happens before that. You know, they're, they're you know, joking with him about the rental car and talking about getting another Jeep. 
And uh, being able to, Emmett says, you know, he's got to be able to attract those hot young things. And <laughs> Emmett wraps his arms around Justin, Justin. and kind of is kissing on him. And I love Brian's like, Pulls takes his hands in. off. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, this one's mine. Exactly. <laughs> Pulls him back in. And just that little bit of, you know, that possession, mm-hmm. that jealousy that we see there in just a very subtle way. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it cues everyone else to say, okay. That's our cue. Let's get yeah, out of here. Let's get out of here. Okay. Mm-hmm. They they're doing their coupley thing. I mean, don't tell Brian we call it the coupley thing. Right. But <laughs> we like to call it the situation. The situation. Yeah. They got a situation. Mm-hmm. And uh so they're, you know, mumbling with each other and uh kissing and we pretty much know they're probably about to go to the loft. Yes. You can <laughs> and, see it in their eyes. Yeah. And so Justin walks around to get in the car and somebody comes up to Brian. Very aggressive. Calling him um pervert, I believe. The fight breaks out. Clearly it's Craig, yeah, Justin's father. Just sucker punches Brian and attacks him before Brian even realizes what's going on. And then the friends haven't gotten too far. Mm-hmm. And then Justin, you know, it's is right on the other side. And he recognizes at some point, oh my gosh, that's my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, so he goes and pulls him off of Brian. And Brian gets up and he's ready to fight. But the gang holds everybody back. Because they have recognized Justin knows this guy. And this that's is his, his father. Dad. Yeah. And as much as you were just attacked. This is still his father. Right. So they understood where the dad was coming from. Was he right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. But they, you know, and what, because other people are watching this too. And as I was looking at this, I was thinking, you know, I don't know what the real stats would be, but I'd be willing to say at least one in four of them could probably relate to Justin's situation right here. Oh, absolutely. You know, where there's a huge thing and we'll either do a separate episode by itself or there'll be another episode later that will lend itself to it. But there is a huge issue with fathers and sons mm-hmm. in the gay community, like mm-hmm. lots of father issues there. And um, so I think as Emmett, Ted, even Michael, who didn't grow up with a dad mm-hmm. uh, and Brian, as they see this, they're like, I know what this is. You exactly. Know. Mm-hmm. So maybe, nobody's like pointing and laughing and making fun. Right. Even the people you can see in the background, you know. Facts. And also, I think another reason they didn't jump in is because they know that Justin is young. Yeah. They know that this is fresh for the family. Right. Those emotions, I mean, they definitely come. Yeah. So they don't want to burn those bridges because who knows from three years from now where Justin's relationship is going to be with his father. Right. You know? Yeah. And so they're just trying to like, yeah, minimize, yeah, what the fallout will be for Justin. You're exactly right and for Justin's family. Mm-hmm. But so Craig tells Justin, you know, gives him an ultimatum. He's like, either you come home with me right now or never again. And Justin just says, never again. Yeah, that's one thing you cannot do, especially to a young person. Yeah. When we're that age, you know it all. You know what you want. Yeah. This is who you are. Mm-hmm. You cannot give a young person an ultimatum like that, especially when you know that their heart is, yeah. You know, he's Justin is very clear on explaining his emotions. Mm-hmm. And you just cannot. You yeah. can't put him in a situation you're pushing his back against the wall. Right. Well, and at this point, you just showed up here like a madman mad and man. attacked him. Which means somebody you that was I, following that you, him. Somebody that you know I care about. Whether exactly. you believe me, what I'm saying or not, I told you that I love him, mm-hmm. that I care about him. Several times. Yeah, and you have attacked him and you're like, come home now, Justin. Like, no, I'm not but going with you. How did you even know I was there? Yeah. You know, that's another creepy See, part. See, now he didn't started paying attention. But mm-hmm. the last episode, we were saying how he's been checked out, uninvolved, mm-hmm. intentionally blind. Well, now he's paying attention. And clearly he was waiting. He Mm -hmm. could have been there for hours. Yeah. Because he was just waiting. And he waited for the rest of the gang to leave and disperse away. He sure did. Waited for Justin Justin. to walk to the other side. Mm -hmm. Because what he could have done was when you saw him kissing on your son, you could have went up there, grabbed Justin by the collar, like, you coming with me. But no, like you said, he's still taking this out on Brian. He's still Mm -hmm. trying to pin the blame on Brian because he doesn't want to accept that that was his son's right. choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so we spent a lot of time on that one because yeah. that was just a big... It was. Uh, it was yeah. a big nasty mess. Big moment. Big nasty mess. Yeah, you're right. So after this, they go to the diner because, you know, people probably just need to cool down at this point, you know. And Justin was a hype man on the story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because he embellished a lot. Yeah, he was, you know, like the fish stories where fish was like this big. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so he's, yeah, he's exaggerating the story. He turned into and Paul Bunyan. they're all kind of uh, 
making light of the situation a little bit and Debbie comes over and then she said she points out how traumatizing that mm-hmm. was you know and maybe with all the adrenaline and because Justin still has people around him he's not he's that trauma hasn't set in mm-hmm. yet and so yeah he's putting on a show and he's able to kind of you know he didn't have to face it just yet but Debbie's like no this is a traumatizing mm-hmm. thing what has just happened to him yeah and basically saying don't make light of this situation this is serious this yeah. is not going away and then she tells Brown like you you know you're kind of responsible for this which you know i get where they're coming from with that but i don't hold um I don't really hold Brian responsible for that relationship Mm -hmm. because Justin came to him as a man almost, even though he's young, like he came to him as a man. It was on his own volition and Brian has always treated him as a man. And Brian has always been honest, brutally honest with him actually. Yeah. It would be different if there was like this sleazy side to Brian that liked the fact that Justin was still in, you know, young and in school, but that's not there. Or if Brian was just lying and leading him on. Yeah. But he's not doing that. Yeah. After, you know, Deb says that, she gets ready to leave, but you can tell Deb is just a little bit off because she's not really following her train Mm -hmm. of thought. And then she goes to pick up her tray and she she just collapses. She collapses. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh crap, what's going on with Debbie? Scares the hell. But I do want to say one thing here because her wig falls off. And I'm just like, I know one of those drag queens on the app (laughs) could have taught her how to tie their wig down better. Because it fell off too easy. (laughs) Yeah. And then she just put it back on without a pen, no tape, nothing. She didn't put the clips in. For real. Like, girl. As much as Debbie does for that community, somebody can tell her how to put that wig on. For free. (laughs) But anyway. They ain't stepping their game up over there on Liberty Avenue. But anyway, so now we go to Taylor's house and Craig is having to tell Jennifer you know what has gone on and then she's like what were you thinking you know why are you pushing him away you see how much trouble we've kind of been having trying to connect with him mm-hmm. trying to get him to be honest with us and listen to us but craig is not hearing it he's still in rage mode yeah you know? he all he can see is you know i was just humiliated by my son yeah you know like he made his choice i literally caught him kissing mm-hmm. and coming out of a gay bar i mean so He's furious. He's he wasn't thinking. He yeah. acted first before thinking. Yeah. A little bit of it, it probably came out of love because it is his son. He didn't have to be out there. Yeah. He didn't have to be fighting. Right. You know, so Well, think- the thing is, Justin was not under he was not at risk for any danger. He was mm-hmm. not under attack. It was clear that Justin was enjoying himself. Whether right. you like the fact that he was enjoying that or that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. He was enjoying himself. And so you know, this was about Craig. And that's what mm-hmm. he tells Jennifer. He was like, I'm not about to be humiliated by them, you know. Mm-hmm. And she points out, well, too late. You already were. Exactly. Yeah. And she also finds out here that Craig has basically kicked him out. Yes, kicked him out. Gave him that choice. Like, mm-hmm. either you come home now or never come home again. And she's furious. She worked too hard to get Justin right. back on the side. You know, right. the trusting of, all of her. All of that chasing mm-hmm. that she had to do. I mean, you just set her all the way back at all square one mm-hmm. by doing that. And she is disgusted by disgusted. Craig. I do like Jennifer because she, she doesn't just sit there like a docile woman. Like, she's like, you were wrong. Yes. You made a fool of yourself. That was not the way to handle the situation. You have made it worse. She holds down the house for yeah. sure. She does. So do not come upstairs. <laughs> she is not afraid to speak her mind. And I love mm-hmm. that. Because some housewives kind of just get in that role. Well, my mm-hmm. husband said we can't do this. She's yeah. like, no, this is my child. This is what I'm passionate about. Right. You know, I am not happy with you. Not happy yeah. the way you handle the situation. I don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. You were wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you're Period. wrong. And you know, the difference is because with Jennifer, we gave her some grace on how she dealt with the situation. But because she was, even though she suspected, she was still shocked to have mm-hmm. it confirmed. But then she started working to come around to mm-hmm. it, you know. Cause she even, put in the work. Yeah, she did. Because even in the last episode, when she tells Justin, like... I'm not bothered by your relationship with Brian for the reason you think. It's not because he's a man. It's it was older. it was about his age, mm-hmm. yeah. And so she has come around, you know, um you know, every parent's got to learn and adjust because True. for some it can be, you it's know, a, shocking. It's a shock. Yeah. <laughs> uh and so that's why we give her grace, but not Craig because Craig is not concerned about Justin. Craig's mm-hmm. concerned about his own image. And reputation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he is trash and he is dead to me. He at this is. Point. No, seriously. <laughs> so. He is. And um, 
Um, back to the Jennifer though, because like you said. I actually love Jennifer. I love her efforts. Yeah. I always think it's from a genuine, caring place, a loving place. Mm-hmm. She's trying to understand Justin, yeah. you know, and she wants him to understand, hey, I don't know everything. I don't know what you're going through, but I'm trying to get to know what you're going through. Yeah. And the fact that she's even seeking out help. She meets up with Debbie, you know, yeah. every now and again. Even when she, so it didn't go the way she planned, but even the therapist thing, all mm-hmm. of that was an effort to reconnect with her son, mm-hmm. not to change him or deny what he's saying, right. you know. Um, but yeah, no, Craig's dead to me. <laughs> so now we are at Debbie's house and all the guys are there trying to look after her, trying mm-hmm. to get her to rest. And I love that about them, like, because she always talks about how they're sons to her. Mm-hmm. And now you see like, okay, Family. they're like a mother to mm-hmm. she's like a mother to them mm-hmm. because they could have just um, you know, let Michael take her because they knew Vic was there, but all of them right. are there looking in on her, making sure she's okay. I'm a, I'm a strong believer of saying blood is what um, I mean, I'm sorry. Blood is what makes you relatives. Yeah. But family can be anybody. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's what you create. Right. And that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Debbie is a great um, matriarch. Yeah. And she took she takes everyone on her wings and they love her just like right. she was their mom. as Yeah. Well. When you find a group of people or even just a person, if you have to start with just one who is willing to know you fully and to be known by you like that's an amazing thing and that Uh yeah that like you said that becomes your family the people who are willing to let you be who you are screw ups and all you know all your good bad and ugly Mm -hmm. yeah when those people can look at you see your highs and lows your Mm -hmm. flaws your imperfections and still love you still care about you that's family and we also get to see uh, another side of Debbie as well, um, from the perspective of Vic. Yeah. Because as they at the house, Vic is is nervous. He's scared. It's his sister. Mm-hmm. He loves her, mm-hmm. but he storms outside, and Michael sees and he follows him. Yeah. And he asking him like, "Hey, she's gonna be okay." Or telling him she's gonna be okay. But then you know, Vic gives him some vital information that Michael wasn't privy to. Right. Because we find out that you know earlier in the pilot, it talks about how Vic and Debbie had gone on this. Italian uh, this, trip, right? this trip, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, big blue, you know, <laughs> maxed out all mm-hmm. his credit cards and whatnot because he was expecting to die either on this trip or right after. But uh, he had a surge in his health, uh-huh. which is a good thing. But then it's like, okay, but the bills are due, and yes. so because Vic has AIDS, Debbie has been, um, I you mean, know, putting bills, paying for mm-hmm. him, yeah. And so we found out she got a second mortgage, and so now Michael is thinking, you know. Not only is the promotion a good idea, it might be an absolute necessity. Yeah, it's at this a necessity point. Mm-hmm. because clearly his mom's health is failing because she's right. overworking herself, mm-hmm. taking care of her and um, Vic, and she's gonna do anything in her power to make sure Vic is comfortable, happy, you know, yeah. thriving. Um, since he's sick, she don't mind taking yeah. on the extra. So Brian finally gets to go home to rest his sore ribs and go to the loft, and he's in the bathroom checking out his injuries. And which are none. <laughs> yeah. They're not, you know, he doesn't have a black eye. He's not missing any teeth. And so as long as his face is good, Brian's good. You He's know, cracked rib here and there. It's like, ah, eh, we'll deal with it. But mm-hmm. you know. Uh it would have been a problem if his face if his face was messed up. Um so to be honest, it, it would have been a problem. It really would upset. have been a problem. Okay. I would have been upset. <laughs> as much as Brian irks my nerves sometimes when he's being an ass, you know, but he's beautiful to look at. I don't, yeah. I don't want him hurt. Um, so, uh, then Justin apologizes for his dad and just for this kind of royal poop storm that he's brought into Brian's life that was un- unintentional. Because remember, Justin can't go home. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, so then he sees that Brian's in a mood and so he makes to leave, but Brian knows he doesn't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so Brian says that he can stay there, but he tells me he has to stay on the sofa. <laughs> And um, I like this moment because when Brian goes to get a blanket, Justin sits down. It's like he finally has a minute to just let the Take gravity of what has happened in the past however long sink in. Just the fact that tomorrow's a school day. Mm-hmm. I don't have my uniform. I don't have, my, you know, I don't have any of my stuff. I'm not at home. I don't even know when or if I'm going to be able to go home again. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that's a lot. You know, that's a lot for a 17-year-old to take it on. It is. It was a lot. But he handles it well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
I think he just takes everything day by day. And the fact that he's actually with Brian. Yeah. I mean, he really don't have a care. Yeah. Well, and so Brian knows that he's because he's bringing a blanket over to him. He notices that, okay, it's finally hitting Justin. And so he asks him if he's crying. And Justin's like, no, I'm not. I'm I'm not not crying. And uh and then he tells him, no, you're actually brave. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not lip service from Brian because Brian doesn't do lip service mm-hmm. like that. No, that was so, genuine. Yeah. And so, because, especially because we know that Brian's not out to his parents and Brian's darn near 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's Justin had to do that in a very public setting, mm-hmm. you know, um, around all these people. It's very sudden. Right. Very high drama, high emotions. And um, yeah, he's impressed by his bravery. I am too. I mean, I wish at that age I could have been that brave and owned my truth and stood yeah. up to my family yeah. and things like that. Hell, even when I came out at 20, I didn't want to do it. I was kind of forced out. Yeah. You know? And that was terrifying. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Justin and he has a, a gleam in his eye like, this is me. I'm proud. I'm aware of my G on my chest. Yeah. And it is what it is. Take me for who I am or don't take me at all. Yeah. And, you know, he's been that way since episode one. But like, now the it's not the consequences but i guess kind of the fallout of mm-hmm. that is starting to you know it's eating away starting to catch up to him mm-hmm. um so you know brian told him that he had to stay on the couch but uh <laughs> so justin starts out there but then he makes his way over to the bed and climbs in and brian turns and looks at him and sees him there um but he doesn't send him out mm-hmm. he's just like Okay, fine. <laughs> he knows Justin's going to do what Justin wants exactly. to do. Exactly, yeah. Okay? And at this point, it's like, I mean, there's only so much denying you can do, right. Brian. And um, yeah, so he's just like, okay, fine. I think it's like, Justin's had a hard day. You yes. know, like a lot has happened. Uh, what's it going to hurt yeah. for me to have him? Let's not add anything yeah. extra Yeah, to it won't cost back. me anything to offer him this My level of, to offer him mm-hmm. this level of comfort. You know, it won't cost me anything. Um, so then we go to the uh, diner the next morning and Brian and Michael are sitting there talking and Brian's trying to pick out a car and Michael is just acting very irritated. We find out that he is stressed about his mom mm-hmm. um, and Brian offers to help him and Michael says, no, I want to do this on my own. And then Brian's like, it's no big deal. I mean, come on, he just wrote a $2,000 check for Melanie. And as much as Brian is, <laughs> irritates me this was a great brian moment yeah it showed a softer side it literally shows us what brian brings to the friendship to michael as well because they kind of broke down a few instances where brian was there for him you were the first person to do this for me you were the only person who took me here he says you're always there for me you um you know were giving me the answers to a test you were fighting off the bullies Mm -hmm. you drove me to the hospital when i had was it gonorrhea Uh Uh, it was gonorrhea (laughs) yeah but so um i'm glad they slipped that in there because you know the these first few episodes we we have been like why is michael putting up with all this Mm -hmm. crap from brian now we know there has to be a reason because surely he's just not a glutton for punishment like that there has to be some reason some redeeming qualities or whatever to brian and so you know we're going to get to see more of those but i was glad for this mm-hmm. little plug here. Yeah, it was it was perfect. Yeah. Because I was I was literally going the last couple of episodes, it was like almost like I was on a Brian badge. <laughs> and yeah. I actually like Brian. I love We his promise, y'all, we yeah. love Brian. And there's gonna be plenty of opportunities for us to gush about our love for him. Yes. But everybody's gotta admit, in these first few episodes, yes. he is awful. <laughs> he is. They don't paint him. <laughs> like in you the best love light. to hate him, is what it's it is. what it is. Yeah. You mm-hmm. love to hate him. Yeah. But every show gotta have a villain. And mm-hmm. he's that kind of villainy um, yeah well because with all of them we're gonna see the facade that they present and then we're gonna get to see what's truly behind it and so that's what it is with brian so Mm -hmm. it's just been all these episodes of us looking at that facade but slowly and then little glimpses even in each episode we've seen behind that Mm -hmm. because even you know there's this scene with michael but then also what just happened with justin Uh when he you know offered the kind of comfort that he's emotionally comfortable with offering you know uh, so as Brian and Michael are getting ready to head off to work, Daphne and Justin are on their way to school. Mm-hmm. And um, this was a good 
sweet moment. moment. <laughs> yeah. Tear moment. When they're walking up and he's just talking to Daphne and he's trying to be tough. I mean, he you know, he doesn't have his uniform on. That's already going to be an issue uh-huh. at a school like a private school like uh-huh. St. James. Um, but so as they get closer to the school, there's Jennifer there and she's got fresh uniform for him. Everything. His backpack, because you know he has a test the next day. I mean, all of his clothes pressed from the yeah. cleaners, too. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah. His clothes was pressed. I mean, she is going above and beyond. And she, she didn't really ask is. any questions. She didn't be like, where did you stay or any yeah. of that? Just how are you? Are you okay? Yeah, are but, you doing well? Because she knows the mess that Craig made. And so she she's like, okay, I got to try to undo that crap. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, he doesn't need anything else to push him. So she just hear the necessities, here's what you need. And she makes a point. She could have probably sent it with Daphne, but she made a point of, no, I told you that I wasn't going anywhere, Mm -hmm. that I'm not running from you, that I'm going to be here, that I love you. And so she makes a point to be the one to deliver that stuff to him. Mm -hmm. And I love her her resilience. Yeah. No matter what, at this moment, she's still a traitor. Um, to Justin because yeah. she outed him to the father exactly. who caused all these problems exactly. down for him. So, I mean, she's still a traitor, but she's so resilient. She's not going to give up. Yeah. She's always going to be by his side. I love yeah. that about her. And she's not pushy with it. And she's kind of getting backed into a corner because it's like, okay, this is my son, and but my then this husband. is my husband. And so she's getting put into this tricky place between mm-hmm. the two of them um then we go back to debbie and vic and vic and vic is lo- looking for an apartment he's trying to get out of debbie's hair he doesn't want her to feel obligated to care and provide for him um we find out a little bit of uh vic's background here he had been in new york mm-hmm. and so it sounds like when he came to her he was at a really low point with low. his health mm-hmm. and then so just being with her being a stable environment probably being on some type of cocktail or whatever right uh slowly started to improve and get better mm-hmm. and that was a touchy moment too because he doesn't want to feel like he's a burden on right. anyone and he knows that him being there is forcing Debbie to have to go out, work extra hours. Right. And it's causing her health to um, fail. Mm-hmm. But she enjoys the company. Yeah. If he left, she would be empty nested. Yeah. She would go insane. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing because Debbie has given her whole life to caring for people. Mm-hmm. You know, she did that with her brother. She did that with Michael. I mean, Hell, like, she's still doing it on him. You're still she's doing it with him. She's doing it with Michael's friends. She does it with everybody who mm-hmm. comes into Liberty Avenue Diner, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, to not be able to do that would be to deny Debbie the opportunity to be who she is. Exactly. So it's very important to her. It's not just like I need to be busy because I'll be bored if I go out of my mind. It's like if I'm not taking care of people, who am I? It's kind of how Debbie Facts. feels. Um, so then Brian is sitting in his office and he gets a surprising visitor. The visitor. Th- this was the best visit ever. <laughs> and it kind of reminds me of when um, Dr. David confronted Dave, um, confronted um, Brian uh-huh. because the visitor is Jennifer. She comes with bags full of underwear. I mean, just clothes, a check. I mean, uh, everything. And let her know, hey, you have my son. He chose you. Take good care of him. Yeah. Basically, roundabout. Yeah, and then she kind of makes him like, no, yeah. you got him into this, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're going to deal with this. Yeah. But I think that I think that in Jennifer's mind, she's thinking, okay, if I just go along with what Justin's saying right now, this might blow over a lot sooner. Right. Because I don't think she was like, here, have him. I'm never going to see him again. No. I think she was like, if I show Justin that... I'm, I'm trying willing. to honor your mm-hmm. wishes. I'm mm-hmm. willing to honor your wishes. Then maybe that'll soften him up, bring him back around. Absolutely. And she knows that going through, being combative with Justin is just going to push him away. Right. But she has to go through the channels that he's comfortable with. Right. He's comfortable with being Brian. He's going to do everything in his power to be next to Brian. Right. So she's going to use Brian mm-hmm. as a way to channel back yeah. into Justin's Well, because heart. Brian is who he trusts right now. Exactly. He doesn't trust his dad for good reason. And he can't really trust Jennifer because of what you said. She told Craig. Mm -hmm. And then to him, it looks like you and my dad have taken this united front Mm -hmm. against me. You know, and even though she's trying to do things now to show him, no, that's not the case. Right. Like, yes, I still love your father. And yes. I mean, it happened. Yeah, it happened. I'm here. We're going to work through it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so back at the big queue, Michael now has a reason to go talk to Bob about uh-huh. this possible promotion. And uh, Bob says that I didn't peg you as someone who was ambitious. 
that's a little shady. It is a, that was a little shady. shady. But Michael doesn't. He doesn't know his worth. He's the type of person exactly. where he's not going to be the first person just to speak up. He wants, right. if, if someone's not coming directly to him said, hey, this is for you. He's not going to just yeah. go. He well, and we know that he's doing his best to fly under the radar under at radar. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why he wouldn't be ambitious either. One, there's a side of him that like doesn't feel like he could earn it or deserve it or whatever. Right. But also he's trying to stay under the radar. But he now has a reason because he loves his mom and wants to do what he can to take some burden off of her. Because I'm sure that was scary for him mm-hmm. to see his mom pass out there at the diner. Um, he's talking to Bob and Bob says, well, hey, we're having this party. Make sure you bring your lady. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> then he goes to the gym and he's talking to Ted and Emmett about this. And Emmett is like, well, why don't you just tell them the truth? And then they're like, well, I thought your boss liked you. And mm-hmm. he said, well, yeah, well, until I give him a reason not to. And then he tells them the story about uh, Helga, who works there. It was a lesbian. Yes. And who was constantly passed over for promotions. And after new people, after new people, new people who's only been there for about a year yeah. is getting these promotions and they're skipping over. So, I mean, he's terrified. Yeah. He, and he says that everybody knows why. Everybody exactly. knows why she's being passed over. But it's, the, it's almost like the army. Don't ask. Don't tell. Yeah. If everybody knows, we have HR. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be able to go. That's discriminative. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's just so weird. But it, being gay is a... Especially in those times, it was very tricky. Yeah. It don't matter mm-hmm. if you went to HR, then you probably made it worse. Right. Exactly. You know? Because now you've verified mm-hmm. what, what we all suspected. And so now you really got a target on your exactly. back if you didn't have one before, which is so unfortunate. Um at the loft, we Brian comes home from work. I mean, he's still dealing with his hurt ribs, and he's just had a visitor from his, you know, whatever we're calling situationship. Justin. The, yeah, the, yeah the mother oh. and uh he's always like i just need this day to be over with well he walks in his door is unlocked he's frustrated about that daphne is on the voicemail <laughs> yeah, yeah like justin pick up are you guys doing it um <laughs> and then justin's in there Dancing living around. it up mm-hmm. yeah with brian's shirt on his cd player and Brian's like, I have been at the Twilight Zone. Like, <laughs> how can this be my life right now? So he yeah. get used to having a young one. Yeah. Mm. And he also makes it clear to Justin's like, no, you're not here because I wanted you to be here because right. we're together. You're here because of a series of unfortunate events. And he just wants to make it clear, like, no, I need you to understand what this really is, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then he turned into father mode yeah. and was like, and lights out at 11, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and basically like, and you're going to do your homework, you're going to sleep, yeah. you're taking your ass to school. <laughs> yeah, but he does stop and tell him that uh, Jennifer sends her love because I think he knows that Justin needs to hear that. And he knows Jennifer truly, really does love her. Love yeah, her and I think that he respects Jennifer. He does. Yeah, I really think he does. It's interesting the people that that he respects, you mm-hmm. know, um, but I definitely, yeah, think that Jennifer's on that list. Uh, so then we get a fun little scene at Debbie's house when she is trying to sneak to work. <laughs> I can say I have never done that. I've no. never tried to sneak out the house to go to work. Hell no, I'm pulling a Michael for real. They calling in from yeah. last episode. Yeah, I'm telling you, That's me. I'm pulling a Michael. But she was so funny and she was mm-hmm. quick mm-hmm. and she's not. But it goes back to she has to stay busy. She yeah. has to be. She has for to someone. be of service mm-hmm. to people. Yeah, because she's been doing that. Um, for a long time. Absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, um, she doesn't know any different. Well, then Michael pops by and he tells mm-hmm. her that he's up for a promotion at work and that he's going to take care of her. And we just get this very sweet scene with the two of them yeah. because we've seen him joking about his mom and we've seen him be a little bit embarrassed by his mom. But even with all that, we knew that he loved Debbie. Yeah. But this is where he's saying, no, I'm going to carry your care burdens. For you. Mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be the one to care for you because you've done that for me. I see you do that for everybody else. Like, right. I'm going to do that for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. It was very heartfelt and warming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And she felt it as well. Yeah. So over at the car dealership, Brian is having to replace, you know, that company Jeep has just been through it. <laughs> they just had to repaint it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And the windows were busted out on it. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot. Uh, so they're probably just going to tell Brian in a minute, like, look, we're going to just give you a Metro car. Yeah, or that's it. Something like that. <laughs> You're costing us some serious money. Um, but he's there with Lindsay. And I like her little sugar daddy comment when she says, oh, I bet Justin will like it. Exactly. <laughs> but did you pick up on even when he's out in like the real world? To me, Liberty Avenue is uh-huh. like this fantasy world. Yeah. They all get to be. It's their bubble. Yes, yeah, their bubble. They can be whatever they want to be. Mm-hmm. The clothes they can wear, whatever they want to wear. Yeah. And then when they're out in the real the real world, you see he had to bring Lindsay along as if that was his wife. Yeah. So he's not perceived in a different way. Yeah. You know? Well, they even go along with it because the um, salesman assumes that that's his wife and they uh-huh. just kind of like, whatever, you know, they even try to correct and they just go along with it. Um, yeah. And then so Brian is checking out the Jeep because of what he's had. And so mm-hmm. he's probably just going to, you know, replace it with the same thing. And the guy tells him, well, you don't want this Jeep. <laughs> no, and, and, and I quote because it's the fag mobile, yeah, basically. Basically, and uh, Brian's dialogue is pretty clever here. He's like, "Well, I'm kind of curious. Loved Maybe, I'll... <laughs> yeah." He was so wor- um, so yeah. Um, witty with the words. I'm so Loved I'm kind of curious, so maybe I should try it out. And then look, you know, it's try a straighter models. model, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know brian kenny has had a lot on his plate lately too and he's just sick of that kind of crap mm. you know and so drives the jeep right through the window <laughs> i thought he was gonna run him over <laughs> i did he was eye contact yeah he was really going for it mm-hmm. but it was a good scene <laughs> yeah and he let him know he did not appreciate those words it was non-verbal or a little yeah. subtle yeah. but he let him know i don't appreciate that yeah. i'll take the fag mobile <laughs> for real mm-hmm. exactly i will proudly take exactly. it yeah then we see michael in his room with dr david and dr david is using way too much oil on his <laughs> <laughs> but anyway they're having a little couple couple moment and the phone rings and i he think be, he, he's funny yeah he's be funny since so brian. brian yeah but it turns out it's actually tracy and he's invited her to bob's party as his kind of date, but not date, but yes, date. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. He knew That's exactly what he was doing. Yeah. And, and Dr. David knew it too. And he calls him out on mm-hmm. it. And he says, um, it's not fair to her or right, yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. To l- just let it go on like that. Because the thing is now you're pulling other people into it. It's one thing if you, if Tracy was like your friend, your girl, and you were like, Hey, I need, I need you to you. come to this thing with mm-hmm. me, you know, because they're small minded people, but I need this promotion. And she was like, yo, I got you. <laughs> but that's not the case. But that's he's, not what this is. No, he's basically leading her on to get gain for himself. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so not cool. And I am glad that uh, Dr. David calls him on it. But what Michael says can't be uh, just tossed out. He says, I can't afford to like you can. You know, right. like, you're more established. Like you don't absolutely need like mm-hmm. your life won't be over if you lose your job tomorrow because they found out you were gay. Right. You know, uh Mr. Michael's like, no, I need to be able to work. And so and I don't really have that freedom or that luxury. It goes back to also fear again. Um, not like him being afraid for his life or anything, but just living his truth because the world wasn't ready to accept him. Yeah. You know? He he couldn't he never could fully be open yeah and my thing with michael and this is like i would be like yeah sometimes you have to play the game you have to jump through their hoops but you don't have to hurt somebody else in the process Mm -hmm. that's that's my main thing as long you know i'd be okay with him doing what he has to do because you gotta wait you know the world hasn't caught up to everybody but don't hurt somebody else in the process to him he probably doesn't feel like he's hurting tracy yeah he never once told her he liked her right he's never once kissed her yeah you know like they don't really hold hands or any of that type of stuff he try to avoid her so he's thinking she knows we're just friends we've never talked on that type of level at least he's at a place where he can pretend that Uh that he believes that yeah uh so then we go to Woody's and Brian is there and he's talking to Ted and Emmett and he tells them about Jennifer coming and dropping off Justin and how, you know, he's so frustrated by it. And he just wants 
um, Justin kind of out of his house, mm-hmm. out of his life. He wants his normal back. And then while he's thinking about that, he's like, hmm, I have an idea. And yep. that's when he spots Mr. Hotlanta. Yeah, little Hotlanta. <laughs> yeah. Came through, little country southern accent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm so mad about at Brian about this because if it was just about bagging this guy, he could have had him in the bathroom there yeah. or in the alley. Hell, you got money. Get a cheap motel. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. If you don't want to spend the money for the hotel, yeah. get the motel. But that's how you know that he was deliberately doing this. Like, this it was, was on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Huh. This was, he needed to lash out. And when things start getting too serious, too deep, too mm-hmm. close, too emotional, he lashes out like right. a wounded animal. Um, and of course, we know that there's got to be some reason for that. And eventually it'll be revealed to us. But for right now, I'm mad at him. I am too. <laughs> so they're riding up in the elevator to the loft. And when they open the door, Justin's in the kitchen. And Did you call that the kitchen? <laughs> he destroyed that. Yeah, but you think about what Justin's doing. The last time Brian came home, he said, I just wanted to come home. And get something it, to eat. Get, have something to eat and then like have a quiet evening. So Justin was trying to mm-hmm. do that for him. So he's trying to do a good thing. But, just, you know, Brian called him before he got to clean it all up. Right. <laughs> That's what happens. Um, so he comes in and Mr. Hotlanta goes over to Justin, you know, tries to jump a lie, and they're just having this little banter. Mm-hmm. And Brian's watching it, and he's like, no, that's not why I invited you <laughs> And he, he pulls the Mr. Kenny, you know, specialty, and yeah. um, gets Hot Lena to come to him. Yeah. And, um, I mean, on the one hand, yes, this is Brian's loft or whatever, but you have somebody else staying here. Be respectful. Be respectful. And, and you know why he's staying here. Thank you. Because he just got kicked out of his house. And you know he his- cares for you. So why right. are you just going to disregard his feelings like right. that and straight hook up in front of him? Yeah. I mean, so silly. this was just not cool. No, not at all. It was it. messy. It was yeah. childish. And then, you know, he's got the panes to the bedroom open so that Justin can see everything. And then he's, like, making Staring. eye contact with Justin. So mm-hmm. this isn't even about the trick, about enjoying the trick. This is about, I'm trying to get at you because yep. you're making me uncomfortable. Because you're, rank. you're coming in, you're getting too close. You Absolutely. Know, coming in his face. So we go over to Bob's party and uh, Mike, <laughs> he's Mike at work. That sounds real straight. Too. Yeah. Mike has brought uh, Tracy with him as his date and they assume that Tracy is his wife or, you know, at the very least Beyonce, his lady. girlfriend. Yeah. And she's kind of loving these assumptions. Like mm-hmm. She's okay with it. <laughs> she is not stopping it. Yeah. And then she says, she's like, you know, it's only our first date. Well, this is a date, right? And Michael doesn't correct her. No. He doesn't confirm it, but he doesn't correct it. He's no. like, oh, you want a drink? Or, exactly. You know, whatever. Not cool, Michael. So, uh, and well, then Andrew, with his messy uh, self, comes Andrew, over. Andrew, and he Andrew. says, well, I see you bought Tracy. Um, and he said, well, you know, there are all these rumors about you. And then Michael's like, what rumors? Yeah. Well, nothing I would want to repeat. Yeah. But the ones that could ruin your career. Man, if you don't get your messy hating... <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Like, do not threaten me. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael Michael handled it handled himself very well though. Oh, there's my girl. Yeah, pulls Tracy <laughs> right in over there. Like, mm-hmm. Here she is. <laughs> Shut you up. Yeah. Again, like you said, it's rumors. Yeah. So. Uh so then we are at Melanie and Lindsay's house and they are getting fresh over breakfast. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Justin stayed the night there on mm-hmm. their couch. And I love that one that he felt like he could ask them that. Mm-hmm. And then to that they let they, him mm-hmm. do it you know they didn't make a big stink about it they were just like you know you assume they were like absolutely come on and this scene was touchy too because um as much as brian is an ass to justin yeah justin still would defend him mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the end of the world he told mel don't mention anything about him you know, yeah like negative to me don't start that mm-hmm. yeah bad mouth because justin sees something in brian mm-hmm. that a lot of them have long they gave it up they've given up on or they or he never showed it to them right and we talked about this before it's because if you keep telling me i'm a jerk and i won't change and i don't care then why would i try to be anything other than that's what i'm gonna give you yeah you already Mm -hmm. perceived me that's what you expect from me so i'm gonna keep giving you that (laughs) i want to um kind of circle back to something you said earlier yeah um you said that um the adrenaline was pumping through. Justin had like a, a show. He was putting on a show. He didn't have time for things to sink in. Mm-hmm. This scene with Melanie and Lindsay, yeah. it was like very surreal. Yeah. Because uh, for him, 
he finally sat there like, oh my God, I don't even know when I can go home. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I mean, Brian he hates like, me. My dad hates yeah, me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there was just like a real moment. Yeah. And he had actually really good friends around him that made him feel better. Well, yeah. And I think that's because with Brian, like part of it was true, but also he was like, I know Brian will not respect me if, even if it's, even if it's warranted, even my tears are warranted, Brian probably won't respect me as much if right. I, you know, just kind of fall apart here. And right. Brian's not going to offer that kind of comfort either. No. But he knew that with Melanie and Lindsay, he could just let it all out and with get them. that softer side. Yeah. And get raw emotion back from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they are kind of like big sisters uh-huh. to him. And um, so, yeah, I'm so glad that they were there for him. Absolutely. Yeah. Back to talking about the family that you make, you know, True. the family that you choose. True. I mean, blood don't just make you family. Yeah. Uh, so then Lindsay calls Brian. She's like, you got to deal with this. <laughs> it's kind of what uh, we don't get to hear the conversation, but she's like. And know, I love that again. Him. Just like when she trying to um, kind of checked him about Michael, like yeah. let him go. Same thing about Justin. You yeah. Know? Like you need to fix this. Right. This boy is head over heels for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's he's destroying his family, his life for you. Right. So fix it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how the conversation would have went. Yeah, probably. Or just like, I understand this isn't you. You don't want to do the domestic thing. You don't want to live in boyfriend. I understand that. Well, get him home then. But get him home or get something else set up. Uh You know, don't just treat him. Because I don't think she was mad about the fact that he was there on their couch. It's just like, no, Brian was being a jerk again. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Because if he told them the whole story, like, I was there cooking and he shows up with this hot guy and did all this. He didn't even care that I had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it was Justin being like poor, pitiful wife, but it was just like, obviously I have ruined his life. I mean, my dad just attacked him, you know, all this other stuff going on. Right. Yeah. Okay. So at the big Q, Michael is talking to Bob and we find out that he got the promotion. Yay. Yay. He'll be able to, yeah, help, um, help Debbie Mm -hmm. and, uh, just more responsibility for him. Um, and then Tracy comes over and gives him a kiss, which is a clear violation of HR policy. And she did it in front of everyone, <laughs> even the district manager. Yeah. Like, Tracy, on. girl, she out here just... <laughs> but did you see Michael didn't pull back, though? He didn't. Mm-mm. Yeah. And then, like, this is, this is what I'm talking about when I say... You're starting to play with fire. You're letting Make it signals. go on too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you could have pulled out. her aside that night even and been like... Okay, look, Tracy, this is what it is. Yeah. And also, he still, listen, him, he does not have to out himself right. to live his truth. He does not. No. It, his sexuality is his business and his business alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially when it comes to work. Who I'm screwing has is none of your business. Right. It's very unprofessional. But what he can do with her is say, hey, I appreciate your friendship. We tried the whole date thing. Yeah. It's not a fit for me, but I would love to continue our friendship and just right. keep it like that. You know, because I'm a, gay. I mean, you can even put it on work. Like, I'm the manager now. Ex- it's really not, Absolutely. you know, kosher for me to, you know, date one of the employees. You know, you got all kinds of excuses available. Girl, Tracy would be like, I'm a transfer. For real. For real. <laughs> I quit. I quit right now. Yeah. I don't even need no two week notice. No, that's it. I quit <laughs> and I'm moving in and I have these curtains that's going to match your bathroom. Yeah. My bathroom. So then here comes another scene that upsets me. And Justin is leaving schools into the day and mm. he's on his way out and walks into these guys uh, who have found out that he's moved out of his house uh-huh. and then they just start picking at him because he's gay and it's all this other stuff. And, you know, at first Justin walks into the situation. He's like, ha ha. Yeah. Daphne told her whatever. And he's just trying to like, right. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Not let it escalate. And then he's outnumbered, you know, at this point. So, um, but I just, I have no tolerance for people bullying. for bullying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is it to you? How exactly. a person, if, if what they're doing is not affecting you, it's not hurting you, it's not costing you anything, like, what is it to you? <laughs> it speaks to their character. I mean, it does. clearly they mm-hmm. have some insecurities. Yeah. Um, I always feel like if you're bullying the gay guy because he's gay, then there's something deep down inside of you that you have to work on. Yeah. You, you're fishing, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I think we touched on that last episode. We um We talked kind of about... People being bullies because they don't know how to express their right. feelings. Like Chris Hobbs. Mm-hmm. He didn't know how to express his feelings. So what he did was attack Justin. Yeah. Same difference here, I feel like. Some, yeah. Similar, maybe. Well, I remember I had um, two guy friends. And one, we were pretty sure it was gay. And the other one, like, we just assumed he, well, I just assumed he was straight. But um, 
I remember at some, like we were always really close. I remember at some point the straight one started to kind of distance himself from Mm -hmm. the one that we pretty much knew was gay. He just hadn't told us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he would distance himself from him, but he would also, he didn't bully him because we were friends, but he would, you know, maybe when that other guy was there, he would make jokes about him mm-hmm. or he would make sure that there was like distance between right. them. Mm-hmm. Well, then later on, come he to find out, out he was gay. Yeah, he right. came out. And it's just like, he felt like he needed to create that separation because he didn't want people to I've associate him with that yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And he thought, well, if they see it on him, they might see it on me. Mm-hmm. And so... So yeah, it could be some of that. Yeah, and also I, just I like get that. a hobby, you know? If the best thing you can come up to do with after school is to push somebody around, go get you a hobby or a part-time job. Absolutely, cuz <laughs> yeah. clearly you got too much time on your hands. Yeah. Michael's position at the Big Q is now open yeah. because he done moved up. So yes. go get a job. Please. Okay. <laughs> How about that? Obviously you got Quick too much time hurry. on your hands. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Read um, a book. <laughs> please do. Uh so luckily Right before this gets real nasty, Brian rolls up to get Justin. I couldn't have been happier to see Brian. Yeah. That was the best moment ever. Yeah. He just knew to pull up to the back, too, because that was a back gate. Yeah. Yeah. Just perfect timing. He pulled up to the back door. No, he showed me. (laughs) (laughs) Brian always pulls up to the back door. Yes. Um, But I love that he showed up and just with a commanding voice was like, Justin, you know, to get Justin's attention, to get those guys' attention. And I think it was, he said it that way to let Justin know, like, I'm here. Don't you worry. You come on out. If this goes sideways, I got you. I got you. Yeah. And they were like, who is that? And he basically didn't even acknowledge them. Justin, let's go. Yeah. mm -hmm. Don't even answer them. Don't pay them any mind. They are Mm non-factors at this point. And then he tells them that we're going home. And we don't know what home means. I thought he meant the loft. The loft. I did too, initially. Yeah. But no, he took him to Justin's home. (laughs) And which was another teary scene for me. This was touchy. Yeah. I loved it. Um and so this is Jennifer and Craig and they're like talking to Justin and Justin's not really like paying attention to his parents or looking at him or whatever and Brian says Justin look at your mom because that goes back to like we said Brian respects Jennifer mm-hmm. and he's like Justin he's wanting Justin to see she does love you and she is trying and I'll admit it is hard to see that I was a teenager mm-hmm. and I couldn't stand my mama sometimes right <laughs> you know? but. Did you pick up when Brian said, Justin, look at your mom? He listens to Brian, respected right. him, and gave his mom that respect that right. Brian said. Mm-hmm. His dad could have never said that. No. And he would have never Be- reacted Because that if Craig said it, Justin mm-hmm. probably would have like ran out the front door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or would have cussed his ass out. Yeah, exactly. Because so. you see, he ain't got no problem. Like, yeah. he don't hold back at all. with Craig. But uh, yeah, he but he trusts Brian. We talked about that in the last episode. Like, he is starting to kind of um take his cues mm-hmm. from Brian because here's a man who is out, who is gay, who is successful, mm-hmm. and who's older than me. And so he's almost, as much as he sees him as like a lover, he almost sees him as like a, a role, role model, model too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he is listening to what they say. And Jennifer's trying to keep everything calm, even though Craig is trying to take it to a 10. Jennifer's Jennifer. trying to keep it calm, keep it level. Mm-hmm. And she finally convinces Justin. She's like, okay, maybe you should just go upstairs now. We've got this kind of worked out but craig just cannot leave well enough alone this is why craig is dead to me okay (laughs) yeah i know he doesn't know when to (laughs) shut up you had him home yeah you had him here but you want to throw your weight around yeah because you marry you his father that makes you a man yeah being a a a dick does not make you a man yeah at all yeah so brian tries tries to get uh Craig's apologized to no Justin. Sorry, tries to get Craig's apologize to Brian. Um, and Craig ain't having it. Not at but all. Anyway, uh, but Justin also defends Brian to his parents. He's like, no, he didn't leave me on. He didn't tell me that he loved me. Like he I knew it what it was. Straightforward with yeah, me. Mm-hmm. I chose to pursue this. Yeah, this is what my heart mm-hmm. wants. Yeah, because he's always gonna defend and protect mm-hmm. Brian. You know. And then Craig always has to go back and say something nasty and cruel. Yeah, and insult his lifestyle. 
And that sparked a fire in Brian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because Craig says, well, if you're going to live here in my house, you know, parents always got that yeah. little line. Uh, uh, yeah. Rules. You're going to live under my roof. Yeah. Uh, he says, then I don't want you. You're not going to go to gay bars. I don't want you talking about your disgusting lifestyle. Disgusting and you lifestyle. are never to see Brian again. And then Brian's like, hold up. So everything he <laughs> loves about himself, For real. you want him to suppress it. That's For not real. love. Because if hate. you, right, exactly. Because if you think back to those early episodes, Jennifer is kind of talking about how hard, how distant, how closed off Justin had been prior uh-huh. to coming out because right. he was warring with all that stuff mm-hmm. internally. And so now then he's found, you know... He's free. Yeah, that he's free. is off his exactly. shoulder. And so basically it's like, you're wanting him to climb back into that dark place and right. denying who he is. And Brian's like, absolutely not. <laughs> I won't tolerate that. Yeah. And that is um, one of Brian's life philosophies and one of the themes of this show is... Um, you know, not changing who you are to mm-hmm. please somebody else. True you know, to yourself. yeah, be absolutely be true to yourself. And then so Brian gets up and he's like, "I'm fixing to go." Justin, are you coming? <laughs> I fell over. Okay, yeah. my heart. Pause yeah. it. I need a moment. That yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. That was so beautiful. as much as it's beautiful in so many ways, one because Brian stands up to Craig because he stands up for Justin, but also because as much as Brian values his space, his independence, he's, he's like, I will not yeah, let uh-huh. you be subjected to that yeah, type, type of, of mistreatment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That and, and type I don't of care hatred. if that's your family or not. Right. You're not going to have it. Right. But he knows that Jennifer is not the ally of um, right. Craig. Of Craig. Mm-hmm. But he also knows. But at this point, this she is a toxic no environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jennifer has no choice. This house is going to be a toxic environment for you. And nah, I'm not having that. Even though I might be miserable, mm-hmm. you know, at my house. I'm not having that. And then that just makes Justin feel... Probably more loved and secure yeah, as well. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. You really did well, this for me. And, yeah, well, and, and even beyond that, it makes him say, okay, I was right in yeah. the stances that I took, um, mm-hmm. you know, against my dad, you know? Yeah, so... I like it. It's tough, tough scene. Yeah, but a good scene. It know? was uh, to me that final scene with the family. Yeah, was the best scene to me because mm-hmm. uh, it, it brought so much real emotion. It yeah. was real life. I think majority of gay teens um, kind of oh, yeah. go through that with their family, or at least in their mind, they feel they're gonna go through yeah. go through that with it's their a family. Fear, very real fear. The fear. Uh huh. So and unfortunately, sometimes it is realized. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it was definitely a real scenario um, of real life. And I love the way Brian actually stepped up to the plate and was mature, was a man. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was a friend. He was caring. I mean, I just loved that whole scene. Yeah. It touched me. Yeah. Um, So then we go to the diner and they are celebrating Michael's promotion and Debbie is just loving on her son and she talks about how he's the best and he's the most honest. And Michael is hearing that, knowing what he had to do to get that promotion. And so, he's kind of feeling down on himself. Yeah. So, oh yeah, like you said, down. Although he got the promotion, he doesn't feel that he earned it in the right way. Right. Because he knows that he's actually about to hurt someone Yeah, else. because it's like, look at what I had to sacrifice mm-hmm. in order to get it. And yeah, that's kind of the way of the world at that job mm-hmm. but um yeah he's like but do i like that i got it that way or whatever mm-hmm. well so then he goes outside because he's kind of dealt, having that conflict and brian comes up and shows up to gr- congratulate him and michael says you know i'm a liar basically and i love what brian says he says it's not lying if they make you lie if the only truth they can accept is their, is their own. own yeah uh, and so it's like, if they make you, well, just like what happened at the dealership, they were like, oh, you and your wife and your mm-hmm. kid. And he was like, okay, that's, they made yeah. that assumption. If they want to run with that, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's not my place. Yeah. But also, Brian stood up. Mm-hmm. So it's up to Michael to finally exactly. stop getting walked on. Yeah. You know, like, he has to take risks. Mm-hmm. He's not a risk taker. That's why he hang out with Brian. He hangs with Brian because Brian is definitely going to, he's going to live vicariously through him. Yeah. So... Uh, so after Brian, you know, is there comforting his friend, what I absolutely love is that he, you know, Michael's like, well, hey, are you going to come in? And Brian says, I have to go home. I have somebody waiting for me. <laughs> and I absolutely love it. Yes. But he he doesn't tell him who he could. And he doesn't sound like put upon necessarily because uh-huh. um, he even has like 
he's a little bit like shy or nervous about the way he's saying it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, I've got somebody waiting for me. And so we get to the loft and Justin has made a nice meal. The mm-hmm. kitchen is clean. The table is set. The candles are lit. Um, and he's really wanting to do this for Brian as uh-huh. a kind gesture to him. And I love that it shows, I love what it shows about Justin, Mm -hmm. that he is like, I understand that this is not what you want, really, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to do my best. And I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate what you offered, and I'm going to do my best to try to make it work for both of us. Absolutely. Um, And I also love what it says about Brian, that he can do compromise. Because before, he looked like all or nothing, my way the highway. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you think, but like we got to see that he can do compromise and that he was willing to do it mm-hmm. for Justin. Absolutely. Um, and uh, so he sits down for the meal and Justin waits for him to take a bite first because his opinion matters to yeah, Justin. Absolutely. So he waits for him to try the food. Yeah. Catch that. And uh He's Brian says, you know, not bad, which for Brian probably means this is really good because mm-hmm. he's never going to give you the hundred percent. Yeah. And then Justin says, well, it's always better the second day, which I think has multiple meanings, you know, like true jambalaya usually is better the second day, you know. But also, I think like his perspective, because the day before is when Justin was sitting on um, or maybe it was that day when he was sitting on Melanie in Lindsay's couch it was that morning. No, he was, was on their couch. Yeah, uh-huh. And um, he was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what to do. But, you know, it was like, now I've got, it's the second day I've got perspective now. But also, I think it's his way of saying, telling Brian, like, all is well, all is forgiven. You know, mm-hmm. like, we gave it a little bit more time. So things are good now. So that was this episode. It was a lot. Like I said, I enjoyed the the emotional part of the yeah. episode. Like, yeah. the other ones have been fun, you know, mm-hmm. or ratchet with drama this <laughs> yeah. one this one kind of like slowed it down yeah. a little bit and pulled you in yeah. on the emotional level and so it's I, really showing just more of the complexities and more of the i guess difficulties that mm-hmm. our guy our guys have to face uh-huh. you know we got to see it with michael at work we got to see it with justin with his family but also at school right. and also Life's hard when you're in love with an emotionally stunted person. And so he's also got that battle that Uh he's fighting. Yeah. Really good episode. It was. A lot of heavy stuff, but handled really well. Very well. Alrighty, guys. Well, we wish we could continue and continue and continue. I know. I could talk for five hours. We could. We can. We can. (laughs) But we definitely want to hear back from you guys. So again, make sure if you haven't already, like and click and subscribe. We need you to. If you haven't already sent any emails to Ishell or myself or Christy, please do. We definitely want to hear from you guys. And um, we are out, guys. Bye. Bye.